This is Morgan Hazelwood, back again with more writing tips and writerly musings. Today, I'm here to share with you Spirits Abroad and at Home. Welcome to part six of my Worldcon Conzealin panel write-ups. The panelists for the titular panel were Dr. Ziang, as moderator, Gracie Kim, and Momi Mundal. The description for the panel was as follows. Yokai Manitou Azwang. These are some non-Western, or at least non-European, uh, spirits. Western sci-fi and fantasy has mostly limited itself to European creatures. How do these natives of other lands' stories compare to the more familiar ones? Can we learn about, and as writers, can we reveal something about cultures by comparing their spirit tales? So at the panel, we were treated to the panelists comparing and contrasting the views of spirits from their native cultures. We had Gracie Kim representing Korean beliefs, Momi Mandal, Bengali beliefs, and Dr. Z's family's Myanmar traditions. Now, while the panelists shared their knowledge based on their families and cultures, beliefs and traditions vary from family to family and from village to village, and thus are not in any way, shape, or form intended to be a definitive statement on what all people from a culture believe or have believed in the past. Cultures are not monoliths. That said, let's start with house spirits. Traditionally, Korean house spirits are sort of like deities, but they're confined or contained to a room or an object. The Korean spirits are often about people fulfilling their expected role in society. The unmarried virgin ghost or unmarried bachelor, the evil ghost with the featureless face haunting children because it's the ghost of a woman who was unable to have kids when she was in, in life. These spirits inhabit a house, but they don't necessarily follow a family. But not all of their spirits are ghosts. In Burmese or Myanmar's culture, one prays to and gives offerings to house spirits and there are spirits of houses and villages and towns. These nature or house spirits are often ghosts of people who died in service or tragically. Now for the Bengali, the word for ghost means dead human. Their only stories about animals are dead people coming back as such. They don't have any spirits that aren't ghosts because they have a polytheistic religion. Originally, um, they had altars to their ancestors to watch over them until other religions came in and eventually the concept of a heaven and hell were introduced into their storytelling. Their god stories are very different from their ghost stories though, very different categories. So next we asked the panelists if in their culture if the spirits are positive or protective. Well, in the Korean tradition, the family watches over you 
and even dreams themselves can be messages from your family. Gracie Kim dreamt of her grandmother and gut pain, and the dream went away when her granny was diagnosed with bowel cancer. Now, for the Bengali, their gods aren't necessarily positive or protective. They just are. In the Burmese culture, ancestor worship can be regional um, rather than worshiping gods. Plus, Hindi gods are always represented as good. You familiarize the god to yourself, and the gods are all family amongst themselves, so that shows in how they react, and they become sort of like your own family or network. So next we talked about what inspires the darker stories. Well, some are inspired by loss, lost children, lost spouses, people who died before they could fulfill their role in society. <clears throat> Some of these tales are inspired by urbanization, talking to someone in the dark and realizing later it was a stranger and not who you thought you were talking to. These tales remind you to be polite and welcoming to strangers so you don't take off someone with a lot of power. Other dark stories are inspired by tragic events. Chinese migrant workers who, di <clears throat> who died were bound tightly and sent home and looked like they were almost marching home, inspiring some ghost stories on that. And other stories exist to reinforce social roles. Momi shared that she's from a lower caste Indian background, what used to be called untouchable, but was so integrated these days, she didn't even know it growing up and didn't really suffer much from discrimination. Yet, in the films and stories, the bad guy was almost always from that lower caste. And I think we can speculate on who was the good guy. So, a few tips if you decide you want to write about non-Western spirits and you are from a Western culture. When writing The Other, no one is stopping you. They just ask that you have a level of respect for the culture it derives from. And know that the lived cultural experience will lend an intimacy that research can struggle to duplicate. Before you tell the story, ask yourself, is there someone better suited to write this? As a note, um, for types of stories to explore, the American science fiction publishers are typically looking for the big stories with the strong cultural influences and contrast, not necessarily explorations of internal culture clashes not involving Westerners coming in or whatever. Uh, short stories work better as um, for the smaller stories. And of course, diaspora uh, tales are a totally different genre. So a few recommended readings, I'll put them in the comments below. Zin Cho's Spirits Abroad, Yang Ji's Choose the Ghost Bride, um, FCE, The Epic Crush of Jeannie Lo, N.K. Jemisin's The Great uh, City series, and Elliot de Bodard's Dominion of the Fallen series. Thank you for watching. I'll be continuing my Preptober exercises with 
World Building at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time on Sunday. And you can find me Saturday morning at the AuthorTube Virtual Ring Fest with Natalie Locke at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. We'll be talking about how to make your writing sound less modern and more fantastic in both senses of the word. A few closing thoughts. What do you bring to your writing from your culture? And what other cultures do you like to explore in your writing? And that's all for today. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, hit that subscribe button and share it with all your friends. It goes a long way towards helping people find me. And I'll be back again next Monday with more writing tips and writerly musings. Bye-bye.